Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. The, the high school holla starts now. Hello, Chicago. Steven Spoon Ramsey welcoming everyone from Chicago and all surrounding areas to the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. We want to give a special holla out to a few Bobcats from back of the yard college prep. We were invited to come out to the Bobcat football signing day, but due to a bit of scheduling conflicts, we weren't able to make it. And we always want to acknowledge these great accomplishments by Chicago talented student athletes who we call shining stars. So congratulations, hollers, go out to Back of the Yard Bobcat seniors, Carl McNichols, who will be heading to William Penn University, Armando Resendez, who signed with Robert Morris University, and Eddie Ramirez, who signed with North Park University. Great job to those young brothers. If you're having a signing day coming up, let the H2S2 show know, and we'll come on out and try to celebrate your great accomplishment as well. On this week's edition of the H2S2 show, it's coming down to the wire in boys' IHSA state basketball playoffs. We update you on how the Chicago Public League teams are doing and playing from class 1A to 4A in these regional and sectional championships taking place last night. Then we give you a double dose of the Taft Eagles starting with our student reporter Alex Burston who joins us with a Taft Eagles basketball season in review. Now, with spring sports coming up like baseball and softball, we'll introduce you to second-year Taft head softball coach Jermaine Padilla, who joins us with a few of his players to talk softball with us. We had a bunch of fun with them. It's all here for you on the best show in Chicago for high school sports, the H2S2 show. Follow and holler at us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter. You can find us at Urban Fieldhouse. If you're on Facebook, show us some love by liking and inviting others to the High School Holler Sports Show Facebook page. We appreciate the love from you. Look for us to return to Facebook Live in the upcoming weeks for our pre- and post-game coverage of our H2S2 baseball and softball games of the week with interviews with coaches and our players of the game. We have a bunch of fun with Facebook Live. You can always take the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show anywhere you go by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Downloading the H2S2 Show podcast is another great way to stay in tune to some of the happenings in Chicago high school sports. Coming up next, we update you on the IHSA State Basketball Playoff scores from Friday night. It's the H2S2 scoreboard. After this, holla! Hi, this is Coach Padilla with the Taft Eagle Softball Program, and you're tuned in to the High School Holla Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. 
We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national, to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Illinois, who do you meet? Answer. Men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Question. So where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer. High school sports. This message presented by the Illinois High School Association and the Illinois Athletic Directors Association. This is Coach Morgan Brower representing the Taft Eagles. Welcome back to the High School Hall of Sports Show. Time now for our H2S2 scoreboard. Brought to you by David Solomon. They design unique t-shirts and merchandise with fun, thought-provoking messages. You can purchase these unique items on Amazon or through the Urban Fieldhouse website by searching for the name David Solomon. We are in the hunt for state championships in boys basketball, meaning IHSA state playoffs are taking place in all classes 1 through 4A. And as of Friday night, the Chicago Public League had plenty of contenders in every basketball state playoff taking place. In Class 1A, Coach Glasper and the Collins Warriors were the lone CPS school left battling in the state sectional championship against Providence St. Mel. The Collins Warriors just couldn't hang in there. They fell out of the race 72-56 in a loss to Providence St. Mel. We still had several Chicago Public League schools competing in the Class 2A sectional championship. Out of four teams last night, two of them faced off against one another as Coach Lou Adams and the two-time defending Class 2A state champs or Spartans defeated the Uplift Titans 72-56. Coach Harvey Jones and the Corliss Trojans were 65-55 winners over Fieldcrest High School out of Minoka, Illinois. Coach Dex and the Dunbar Mighty Men went up against the Leo Lions. Dunbar season ended in a 79-48 loss. In Class 3A, the Chicago Public League were well represented with 13 schools competing Friday night in regional championships. The Farragut Admirals were 83-72 winners over the Chicago Bulls College Prep. Another CPS battle in that one. De La Salle was victorious over the Peyton Grizzlies 62-56 ending the Grizzlies run. North Lawndale Phoenix winners over St. Joseph by 4, 59-55 to advance. Another public league battle between the Western House Warriors and the Phillip Wildcats. The Warriors win it by 3, 64-61. St. Vader ends the Sullivan Tigers run in the state playoffs, beating them 67-35. 
Coach Nick Irvin and the Morgan Park Mustangs had a rematch from the city playoffs against Coach Columba Ball and the King Jaguars. The Mustangs are 2-0 over the Jaguars, winning this regional championship 111-52. Limbloom Eagles took on the Mount Carmel Caravan. Eagles lost a close one, 56-53. Great run for the Limbloom Eagles this season. Coach Arthur Goody Godwin and the Bogan Bengals went up against Coach Reggie Bates and the High Park Thunderbirds. Bengals ran away with this one, 101-54. St. Lawrence Vikings took on Chicago Vocational, but if you're old school, you call them CVS Cavaliers. The Cavaliers season also ended with a 72-60 loss. Finally, in Class 4A, we were represented by five Chicago Public League schools in these regional championship games. Coach Robert Smith and the Simeon Wolverines move on, defeating the Brother Rice Crusaders in a tight win, 75-73. Coach Mike Oliver and the city champion Curry Condors beat Fenwick Friars 76-51. Lincoln Park Lions season ends with a 69-60 loss to Riverside Brookfield High School. Two familiar CPS schools faced off as Coach Tyrone Slaughter and the Whitney Young Dolphins get a win over the Lane Tech Indians. The two Chicago public schools in Class 2A, the Or Spartans and the Corliss Trojans, both advance to the Super Sectionals next week starting Tuesday, March the 5th. The Or Spartans will take on the Leo Lions at Joliet Central High School, while the Corliss Trojans will play Bureau Valley out of Malinas, Illinois. They will play at Northern Illinois University in DeKalb, so you might want to posse up for that one. Both of these teams with the win will have an opportunity to play at Carver Arena in Peoria, Illinois for the state semifinals, which takes place on next Friday, March the 8th, followed by the championship games in Class 2A on Saturday, March the 9th. Now, there's still five Chicago Public League schools repping in class 3a the bogan Bengals, the morgan park mustangs the western house warriors the farragut admirals and the north londale phoenix and there are three schools from the chicago public league repping in class 4a the city champions curie condor the whitney young dolphins and the Simeon wolverines all of those schools will begin sectional semifinal play on Tuesday, March the 5th, and Wednesday, March the 6th, with a chance to advance in those sectional championships in Class 3A and 4A, which will be played on next Friday night, March the 8th. Now remember, family, we encourage everyone throughout the city of Chicago to go out and support our Chicago public schools plan in your nearby area or just get the family together along with your play cousins and just caravan down the highway for an hour or two and cheer on schools like Orr and Corliss this coming week. The wife and I have seen it firsthand how much your cheers push these student athletes to play hard. Now if you want to find out where some of these games are going to be played go to the IHSA.org website Remember, you can check out all the scores from the postseason, state playoffs in basketball, and those other sports starting up for the spring by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website 
at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. The H2S2 scoreboard is located right on our homepage. You can't miss it. This H2S2 scoreboard is being brought to you once again by our friends at David Solomon. Now here's another Taft Eagles update from student reporter and H2S2 reporting crew member Alex Burston. Check him out! Hi, I'm Alex Burstein, a member of the H2S2 reporting crew with your Taft Eagles sports update. The Illinois High School Association Boys Basketball State Playoffs for Class 4A started this past week. As we discussed a few shows ago, Taft was the 16th seed in the Evanston Township High School Regional. They drew Elk Grove High School the 17th seed in the Regional Quarterfinals this past Monday. In the battle of first-year head coaches in Jason Tucker for Taft and Nick Orham for Elk Grove, Taft was looking for their first playoff win since the 2013-2014 season, and Elk Grove was looking for their first since 2015-2016. A quick yet sloppy first quarter saw Elk Grove take a 9-8 lead after one. Louis Piotrowski and Jermaine Johnson combined for all of Taft's points with four points apiece. Riley Raffman and Ryan Singsack had four and three respectively. Taft found themselves down 18-10 with just two minutes left in the first half. Taft would battle back to make it only a four-point deficit with under 15 seconds left in the half. The Eagles would attempt to get one more basket but would fall short to go in the locker room down four by a score of 20-16. Some notable first half stats were Louis Piotrowski with four points, including two for two from the free throw line, Jermaine Johnson with four points and a steal, and Chino Garcia with four points for Taft. For Elk Grove was Riley Raffman with nine points off of one of one from behind the three-point arc, and four for four from the free throw line, Sean Cherry had three points off of one of one three-point shooting, and Ryan Singsack had four points and was two of four from the free throw line. Taft slowly crept up, making a three-point game 26-23 with 325 left in the third quarter before they went and took their first lead of the game with 132 left in the third. Elk Grove, however, would put up a couple more baskets to take a 31-27 lead hanging into the final quarter of action. The Eagles fought back again, making a one-point game down 31-30 with six minutes left in the game. Elk Grove was not happy with this, however, and went up 41-35 and then 47-38 with just 110 left in the game. However, Taft would not give up knowing this might be the last game of the season and made it a four-point game once again with 40 seconds left. But Elk Grove would get one more basket to seal the deal, winning by a final score of 49-43. Elk Grove had four players who scored the entire game. For Taft, Chino Garcia had 15 points in the game, 11 of which came in the second half. David Locke and, and Jared Bandy had 8 and 6 points respectively. Taft finished the game just shooting 29% from free point range. After the game, I talked with Coach Tucker about the season-ending loss and how the season went for the Eagles. Take a listen. High School Holla. I'm here with Coach Tucker after a season-ending 49-43 state playoff loss. Sloppy start in the first and second quarter. A lot of turnovers. How did that hurt the team in the long run? Uh, very much. We started out real slow and uh, tough. Tough way to end the season. Really tough. Seniors, what do they mean to this team? Oh, these seniors were the heart and soul of this team. So these juniors got to do a lot this year to, to kind of make up for what they brought this year. And then finally, end of your first year, how did this team change from the start to the end? Uh, I thought we got better, but then today we took a big step back. We didn't come to play in a state playoff game, and that's that's coaches, and that's players, that's all of us combined. So. Right, thanks, Ed. Yeah, Thanks for everything. High School Holla. After Taft, the loss to Elk Grove wrapped up their season. They finished the year at 13-18 and 18 overall and 7-2 and two in conference play. Congrats to Taft Basketball, and make sure to keep an eye out for Eagles Basketball, both boys and girls, in years to come as the programs continue to grow. That's all I have for my Taft Eagles sports update. This segment will officially 
mark the end of winter sports coverage. So starting next week, I will have you covered with everything you need to know about half spring sports from baseball and softball to lacrosse and water polo. Make sure to check out my personal podcast and blog available on Spreaker, YouTube, WordPress, etc. And follow me on all social media platforms at Alex underscore Bursting for more on half sports. Now back to more of the H2S2 High School Holla Sports Show. High School Holla. Another great job by my man, Big Al, Alex Burstyn, repping for the Taft Eagles. Now, if you're a student that loves sports and want to let everyone know how your school teams are doing, then become a member of the H2S2 reporting crew. And you, too, can report on the happenings at your school, just like our H2S2 member, Alex Burstyn. Here's more details on what you need to do to become the next member of the H2S2 Reporting Crew. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area who are fans of sports to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. HouseMedia.com and in the subject line type, I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in a hundred words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday to the high school holla sports show. Man, get up out of here. <laughs> Hey, I'm Coach Bastet, coach of the Taft Eagles, and it's time for Coach's Chatter here on the H2S2 Show. Exclusive hot new high school holla. Here it comes. Welcome everyone to our H2S2 Diva Sports Softball Preview. We are here at William Howard Taft High School, home of the Eagles. We welcome head softball coach Jermaine Padilla to the H2S2 show and our softball preview. Welcome, coach. Hello, everybody. Let's start off by telling our listeners, how long have you been the head softball coach here at Taft? I'll be entering my second year as the head coach of uh, Taft Softball. Last year was our first year. We had a great season. I'm looking forward to starting the second season and kind of pick things up where we left off, kind of some things that we didn't get to take care of last year. Coach, we always are interested in hearing from local coaches. What was one of your best high school memories? I'm going to take this opportunity to represent uh, my old high school, um, the Weber Red Horde, class of 95. You know, my school closed down, and so there's kind of a, a dying breed. But uh, my, my greatest high school memory, just every moment that I spent on the field, I loved my whole high school experience, uh, my football teammates, uh, my track teammates, but especially my football teammates. Uh, we were just a close family, did a lot of time with them in the trenches the whole high school experience from freshman to senior just a great four years and so that's kind of what I bring to me as a coach I want to make the uh, experience for my players just a great four years while they're here in this program well you know coach you're not alone in that many of the players would not know about Mendel Catholic High School at my school also closed down 
Coach Padilla, let's look back to last season. The Eagles finished 22-8-1 and overall, and they finished third in the Chicago Public League Softball Red Conference and made it all the way to the IHSA 4A State Regional Championship game. Talk about how you felt overall about last season. I think last year, uh, being my first year as a head coach, just had a little bit different philosophy than uh, some of the prior coaches. And so I kind of wanted to establish a more aggressive offensive team. So kind of trying to establish that and trying to at the same time uh, lay down my foundation uh, for the future of Taft softball, my vision of it. We were fortunate. We went 22-8-1. and and We surprised, I think, a lot of people. Uh, there were more than a few games that we uh, defeated people that we had lost to the prior year. So I think for us, that was a big step forward. We played the city champs. We were up. Uh, uh, 3-1 in the bottom of the seventh with two outs and uh, unfortunately we came out on the short end of that game so that that's a bad taste in our mouth and uh, everything we've done this offseason has just been geared to not letting that happen again. While we had a great year last year, we're, we're trying to make this year even better. I've kind of preached to the girls, you know, be the first. We're going to be the first team to win city championship. You know, that's what we're working towards since 2006, I think was the last time Taft won it. And But for me personally, and I've told the girls this, I want to be the first team and I want these girls to be the first to experience winning the IHSA Regional Championship. Let's make history. Everything we do is towards that. While last year was great, we're going to make this year better. And, and they control that through their play, through the hustle, through their hard work. More importantly, by being a selfless player, putting their selfish needs aside and doing what's best for the team. Eagles are entering a new softball season. What is new this season? Are you talking about just over on the program or are you talking about with the girls? Well, both. What are some of the things you guys are doing with the program and some of the things with the girls? A- absolutely. So I'm extremely excited. You know, part of the, I talked about having a big vision. Part of that was uh, I wanted to do two things this year. I wanted to take the girls out of state to play April 4th through April 7th. We're going down to the Smoky Mountains. We're going to play at the Cal Ripken Center. So just to give the girls the opportunity, let's just take it outside of softball. Just the opportunity to travel together and bond together, build those friendships, those lasting memories, those great experiences, and and then to go out and play teams from out of state. There's going to be teams there from Kentucky, New York, Tennessee, you know, us being from Illinois. Just giving them that opportunity to play on the high school team. Not many high schools in CPS get to do that. We recognize that there are some other schools throughout the state that do that, and we're just trying to step up our level, our expectations, and we want to also use this as a, a marketing tool for those 7th and 8th graders that are coming up. We want them to consider Taft as an option. Uh, as an academic option, as a softball option. We want people to know that we're here and, and, and we're for real. And the other thing that we have uh, going on, which we just uh, finished tryouts, I wanted to bring a third team back to softball here at Taft. So we have our varsity team, we have our JV team, and we have what we call a frost-off team, which we're playing some freshman teams, we're playing some JV levels. Our third team, very strong competition. We're playing Old Park, River Forest, Schaumburg. Uh, we're going to be playing Fenton. So they have actually uh, probably a stronger schedule than our JV team. The reason we're doing that is we have such a big softball talent in our school and just in our area on the northwest side of Chicago that uh, we wanted just to give more opportunity for girls to play. We increased, uh, instead of having two teams, you know, a total of 18 starters, we now have 27 starters in our program. We kind of made the teams a little bit smaller, but to increase playing time. And I think overall that's going to improve the development of our players, development of the program. It's going to give them the opportunity to grow and the opportunity to play three, four years. Well, obviously the goal being uh, to to make varsity. Coach, you went a little old school on me. You said frost off. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. So that's a little old school. Do the players even know what frost off? Yeah, well, I, I, I hope they do. I say it enough around here, so. <laughs> 
Well, Coach, we always like to give the coaches an opportunity to talk about the men and women that assist them on their staff. Take this moment to talk about your coaching staff. Absolutely. Um, I think we're unique, probably uh, out of all the Chicago public schools, uh, speaking exclusively with the CPS schools. I'm fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate that our administration, Mr. Grishaber, and our athletic department, AD, Mark Madden, uh, we have uh, three varsity coaches. You know, I have two assistants. Uh, We have two coaches at the JV level, and we have one uh, coach at the frost off level and those are all paid positions which you know helps to keep people around a little bit longer the biggest blessing that i've had is that the coaches believe in my vision for the program you know i got bob bastic my assistant coach he's the old man he's uh, been here a long time 12 years uh, at, at taft high school you know his kids graduated from here and the guy can't leave and we will gladly keep him our other varsity assistant coach she's in her second year of coaching Morgan Brower she came over from high school you know was a slap hitter just a great opportunity for her to come up to the varsity it's going to be her first year at varsity so I'm looking forward to working with her and I know the girls are and you know I got a great coaching staff at the, the lower levels Greg Lisk uh, Melissa Rothbart they do a great job of not only teaching them softball but teaching them the discipline aspect and teaching them the responsibility that comes with, with being an athlete. You know, I'm, I'm very pleased with our staff and I couldn't be more happier. I'm glad they're here at Taft. We have a few of the Taft Eagles softball team joining us today. After the break, we'll talk more with Coach Padilla and he'll tell us about some of these veterans joining us from the Taft Eagles softball team next on the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. Holla. This is Amaya Gonzalez representing Taft High School Eagles softball. Hi, this is Chrissy. I'm a pitcher with the Taft High School softball varsity team, and you're tuned into the High School Hollow Sports Show. So why do teenagers play high school sports? My reason why is a sense of purpose. My reason why is to inspire others. One reason student athletes seldom mention is to get an athletic scholarship. They know that only 2% of all high school athletes are awarded a sports scholarship. So why do they play? My reason why is friendship. Tell us your reason using the hashtag MyReasonWhy. This message presented by the NFHS and the Illinois High School Association. Hi, this is Adrian Martinez representing Taft Eagles Softball. Hi, this is Samantha Nelson with the Taft High School Softball Team. I'm Katie Morris, one of the shining stars of Taft High School, and it's time to share a moment with another shining star on the H2S2 show. High School Holla. Let's go, 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 go. Welcome back. It's our H2S2 softball preview. We've been talking softball with Taft Eagles head coach Jermaine Padilla. I want you to talk about the players right now. What are some areas players will need to fill in this upcoming season? Absolutely. Uh, we graduated a bunch of seniors last year. If, if I remember correctly, maybe six or seven. One of the areas that we had to fill up uh, was basically up the middle. We had to fill in the catcher spot, shortstop, second base, center field. And one of the areas that I definitely was hoping to get stronger at, in which we I feel we are, was at the pitching position. We kind of played last year with one, one and a half pitchers. And, you know, that's a lot of strain to put on one girl. And so I feel like everything that we were hoping to get stronger just kind of fell into place. We had uh, two young ladies, Chance 
transfer in to increase our pitching arsenal. And we had a young lady uh, coming up on the JV program, great catcher. We got a freshman that now at TAP who's going to be able to help with the catching duties, also helping the outfield. You know, it's it's one of those where you kind of just, at the end of last year, you kind of worry, like, how are you going to fill these uh, voids? And then, you know, all of a sudden, the first day of school comes around, you know, two, three weeks later, and I'm just smiling ear to ear because they, they all got filled. When you take a look at your roster and you have some seniors, some juniors this year, and some new faces on varsity, what are you looking for from your juniors and seniors that are returning and a few of the new faces that are on varsity this year? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think when you look at your roster, it starts with the seniors. The one thing that I expect from them is just that senior leadership. Whether they're a starter, whether they're not a starter, that senior leadership carries a, a, a long way and really helps with the, the, the success of the team. You know, we also have a roster that has a freshman. Trying to always keep in mind that we, you know, I call them the babies of the team. You know, we do have a freshman on the team, Olivia Barra, which, you know, she's going to be introducing herself. That senior leadership is huge. I really, uh, my 20 years of coaching, when you have great senior leadership, I just think the team does so much better and, and we just want to keep it positive and it, and it really starts with that senior leadership. For my juniors this year, when I think about the offense, it, it really starts with the junior class. Our power is in the junior class and so I'm going to expect them to just to continue to put out that offensive output to really kind of propel the offense for us this year. Uh, we got two sophomores, uh, one who uh, transferred in, uh, Adriana Martinez, and then our uh, other sophomore, Kiana Takad, who was our, our baby last year as a freshman. So we're very well balanced. You know, this team is not built just for this year, but I, I really feel it's built for the for the years to come. All right, well, let's talk with a few of these shining stars from the Taft Eagles softball team. We're going to let these young ladies introduce themselves, starting with... Chrissy, I'm a senior and a pitcher. I'm Katie Morris, and I'm a utility player, and I'm a senior. Hi, I'm Haley Buzzo. I play outfield, and I'm a junior. Hi, I'm Amaya Gonzalez. I'm a senior, and I play short. Hi, I'm Kiana Takad. I'm a middle infielder, and I'm a sophomore. Hi, I'm Olivia Ibarra. I play catcher outfield. Hi, I'm Jasali Medrano. I'm a senior at Taft High School, and I play third base. Hi, I'm Samantha Nelson. I'm a pitcher, and I play the corner infield, and I'm a junior. Hi, I'm Morgan Zajac. I'm a catcher, and I'm a junior. Hi, my name is Maya Yee, and I'm an outfielder, and I'm a senior. Hey, y'all, it's Adriana, and I'm a utility player, and I'm a sophomore. Glad to have you ladies join us to share with us the experience of attending Taft High School and playing softball for the Eagles. Attending Taft has been a ride. Um, I'm in IB, and it's a very hard program, um, but playing softball has always kept me grounded and let me have fun at the same time. Attending Taft has definitely influenced me to be the person I am today. Um, it has brought me so many new friends and so many new experiences, and especially the girls on my team have really impacted my life, and they're like a second family to me, and I always see them in the hallway, and we all say holla to each other, and I just love them all in all. You know I love that you say holla. <laughs> so coming to Taft my sophomore year was definitely something that was interesting for me. So playing softball for the Eagles has really just made my experience that much greater. I love the girls on the team, and I love playing the sport. So, Chrissy, now you're a veteran of this Eagles softball team. How will you lead this year's Taft softball team? So, I've been a varsity pitcher for four years now, and it has honestly been an honor to call myself a part of the softball team. To be able to see how drastically this program has grown since my freshman year, I feel that I've learned so many lessons from all the coaches that I've had over these last few years, especially Padilla. Um, and we always try to incorporate those lessons into motivating one another and the younger girls to stay focused, driven, and also to remember to have fun at the same time. I truly believe we're the best team because we're very focused upon bonding and off-season training, and that is so important in creating a good team. But I feel like we 
we all lead one another to be the best player and person that we can be. I want to ask you, when you ladies look back at last season, making it all the way to the state playoffs and the regional championship game, what was the journey like for you guys? Well, last season was a fun ride for all of us. And looking back on making it to the regional state championship game last year was really a wake-up call for our team. As in us finally realizing what our coaches were telling us all season, that we are the team, that we are more than capable to win that regional game and go even further. And we look at last season as a trial and error. We know we can get to that point again, and we know now we just have to get there and win it. Last year was very fun for the whole entire season. Once we got up to the regional championship game, we basically just had fun with the game pretty much. We did what we had to do and we got the work done and we did not make it, but it was okay. The whole entire game, we busted our butts and we just had fun. I want to ask this question of Amaya and Kiana. What did you take away from last season in preparation for this upcoming season? So the losses that we faced last year and what we learned from them, we will use in preparation for this year's season. All the mistakes that we made will be practiced and remain permanent through this season. We will communicate, work hard, and essentially practice how we play and continuously work to correct and perfect our goals. Uh, to prepare for this year, we all felt we needed to come together more. As a team, there's nothing more important than being present with each other and all being on the same page. Last year, we had a great season, but we weren't able to execute all we felt we could. I felt we have all the pieces this year to do so as a team and not just individuals. Katie, what's different about you as a player now and this team compared to last year? Uh, personally, my mindset is different this year. I feel 100% confident in my teammates and what they can do and even with how they can motivate me and push me to be better as a player. We are a fun group of girls that love to scream, yell, and cheer each other on. We're allowed to practice. <laughs> and uh, we cheer each other on to become the best we can because we know this year, if we want to be successful, we need to be a strong team working as one. So, Olivia, I want to know from you, what's the attitude of the team during this offseason? As we come closer to this season, we all are very excited to start working together and grow both individually and as a team. When we throw the ball around during this offseason, we can all see it is a beautiful thing. We all have the heart, the hustle, and the mentality to do great things this up-and-coming season. Everybody is putting in their time and effort, so as a team, our spirits and mentality is very strong. Kiana, what about you? Um, our attitude during this offseason as a team has been very motivated. As individuals, we have goals and we string them together as a team and plan. We've written down the things we want and we're working to get them. We've been working to what we know we can achieve and even more. We push ourselves past the limits and keep each other accountable. What type of young lady does it take to make this Tav softball team? It takes a motivated and devoted young lady to make the softball team. A huge part of this is determination and consistency. You have to be fully engaged in this sport and will be willing to work hard and get better. Making yourself familiar with the game and repeating the action of playing the sport will help you excel. Working hard during offseason is also a huge part of making this team. Getting involved with your team conditionings and weight training programs in school or out of school will help you significantly. It takes one of the best players to be on the best team. Now, Sammy and Morgan, how would you describe this Eagle softball team? Uh, I would say that we're a really big community. Everybody treats each other like family. All the varsity girls make sure that the JV and fresh soft girls are really included. Uh, nobody excludes each other, and we all treat each other like family. Well, as you know, I'm a transfer, so I haven't been with this program for too long. It's um, pretty new to me, and it's just crazy how easily I fit in. It just feels like a whole little puzzle. You know, we just click, and I'm really happy about that. And then I also wanted to mention, at the end of tryouts, uh, Coach Padilla said something that, you know, just made a lot of sense to me, and I think it's really going to help us have a better idea of what the softball program needs to do. And he said that, like, how we're doing what's best for the program and not best as individuals, and I think that is, like, 
the backbone of like our team. I think our team really harps on that and just makes sure that like we're not playing for ourselves, we're playing for this program and we're representing the school, not just ourselves. I mean, would that go along with the best advice Coach Padilla ever gave me? I built into it, but I got another one. So for the best <laughs> advice that I've heard from Coach Padilla this season was that um, the minute you let drama become the main focus, that's you're giving yourself an excuse to lose. I like that. Now, let's have some fun. These are some fun questions. Anyone who wants to answer, I'm going to come to you guys. Who has the best nickname on the team? I would say that Maya has the best nickname. We call her Maya Papaya, which I think that's super cute and it fits her personality really well. Uh, Maya, why do they call you Maya Papaya? That's just been my nickname growing up and it kind of just stuck with me. So yeah, call me Maya Papaya. (laughs) I would have to say Kiana. They call her Kiwi. It's cute. (laughs) Kiwi? All right, Kiana. Kiwi, where'd that come from? Um, I genuinely do not know. I came in last year and they kind of just gave it to me. So I was like, you know what? All right. (laughs) We got one more. As you can tell, there's probably a food trend with our nicknames for some reason. So we have one more. It's Jasali. Hers is Jelly Bean or Jelly Belly. Please tell me where that came from. So in the beginning from freshman year, Coach Bob actually started calling me Jelly Belly and it just stuck with me all throughout my career, softball career. So... We had one young lady that was unable to be here today. Talk about that young lady for us. Yeah, so uh, we want to make sure that we didn't forget Lucia Rosales. You know, others in the program, we call her Lulu. Uh, my nickname for her is Skip to my Lulu. So I just want to make sure we got her nickname because I think that's the best one. <laughs> I love it. The favorite softball moment. Who has the a most memorable softball moment? So my greatest softball like moment that I will always remember was just a tournament that I was in and our team just played phenomenal. Like we were making every play, diving, doing everything that we could to just ensure the win. That was just one of the greatest moments I've ever had. Um, so this is actually travel related because obviously I haven't played for TAP just yet, but um, I hit a walk-off double and, you know, I'm rounding base really hard to get to second base because, you know, you know we want to win the game. And I fall halfway there. And, you know, instead of getting up real fast and, you know, running back to the base like you're supposed to, I'm there laughing. My coach is there laughing. I'm, like, laughing. Like, like we're not about to, like, win the game. And so then finally I get up and everybody's just looking at me like, is she going to get back to the... So I finally get back to the base and everybody's just laughing and, you know, just... I'm real clumsy like that. Tammy, that was a good one. That was a good one. I like that one. As for Taft memories go, one that I think we're going to make an annual one is when we get our jerseys in for each season. We like to have Coach lift up each of our jerseys out of the box, and we get in the line, and each girl runs down the lines as we clap our hands. And I think that's a really good bonding moment, and it's really fun. And I take a video of it every year, and I love looking back on it, and I always will. We all look sweaty because it was after practice, but it's a fun (laughs) video. (laughs) Now, tell the listeners one reason they better come out and see this Taft Eagle softball team play this season. So one thing Coach Padilla has told my team and I about this season is that this is the most likely his best team he has ever coached. We have a lot of potential ranging from different players' strengths and different positions on and off the field. You should come and see us play because we will all play to our full potential, which we can use to get far in this season. And Lane be Taft, so be there, be square, you heard? (laughs) I love it. I also want to find out who does the best coach impression. My way, yeah. Well, give give me something funny. Coach would say at practice. The best advice I can give you is to not get a boyfriend during softball season. <laughs> <laughs>
Maya, let me ask you, what kind of coach is Coach Padilla and what is it like playing for him? Coach Padilla is a strong-willed motivational influencer. He works to ensure that our team is the absolute best that we can be on and off the field while allowing us to still have fun and make great memories. For the first time in Taft softball history, we are going out of state to be exposed to a higher level competition. And without Coach Padilla's drive for this program, that wouldn't be possible. To play for Coach Padilla is an indescribable experience. He motivates us to believe that we are the best team. He is a fair coach in all situations and treats all the players the same with respect. If there's a mistake in practice or in games, he never knocks us down. He makes sure that we understand what happened and make sure we can change for the future and for the better. We are also grateful to have him as our coach and can't imagine anyone else leading the program. Coach Padilla, I gotta ask you, how does that feel when you hear those types of words from your team? Uh, it makes you a little emotional, but then again, I'm around 12 girls, so sometimes that rubs off. <laughs> it, it makes you feel good because I try to instill that in them, having them believe that they are the best program in the city of Chicago. And I believe if you can make them believe that, you know, it'll increase uh, their level of play. I tell the girls at the very beginning, every time of every season, that I want their best memories of high school to be on the softball field. And so that's that's my goal as a coach. Just kind of hearing the ladies echo that, you know, makes me feel good, makes me feel like uh, they're buying into what I'm saying. Coach, how would you and your coaching staff during the offseason in preparation for the upcoming season evaluate what you have on the field? As a coaching staff, we evaluate our players constantly. You know, we, we, we see what's going on with our, our senior-led uh, uh, conditioning. You know, a lot of these girls play fall ball. Uh, now with the Dome, they play in the winter too. Um, so I'm out there watching the girls play, you know, with their travel teams uh, and just constantly seeing how they're developing, talking to their head coaches to see what they need to work on and kind of just uh, building that bond together to, to help develop our player because it's not just my players, our player. And, and we want to make them the best softball player. Uh, regardless whether they go to Taft or any other school, I take great joy in seeing any player get better, whether they go to uh, Taft or Von Steuben or, you know, Niles North. It's, it's always nice to see kids get better. That's what you do this for is to get better and, and, and to, to, to make yourself a better athlete, better softball player, but more importantly, a better human being. What's the competition like that you'll be going up against? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, our, our conference rivals are Lane and Whitney Young. And, you know, it doesn't matter. With, when, when these three teams meet, it, it really doesn't matter what happens in the during the regular season. It's always the, the city playoffs. They get real interesting. Anything can happen. It, it really, it, it, it's always a, a great game to see when those uh, three teams, you know, any of the combination of them two play. We've improved our, uh, our schedule. Uh, we, we're looking to improve it even further next year. But uh, we, we're happy we got Maine South. And Maine South is a team that we haven't played in a few years. Uh, so we got them back on the schedule. We're playing Fenway. We're playing Loyola. Um, you know, we're playing some strong competition. We're entered into some tournaments, so we don't quite know who we're playing yet. You know, we're going out of state to face competition. I think the variety of competition that we're facing is just going to help us develop uh, overall as a team and hopefully put us uh, in the right spot when the right time comes, and that's playoffs for us. Coach, you told us a lot in this preview about the goals that you set, direction that the team is headed this upcoming season. I want to give you an opportunity. What can our listeners expect this season from this year's Taft Eagle softball team? I think um, you're going to see speed. One of the big things I love is speed, a, a trait that I look for. You know, can't always get it, but I think this year we have it. We got speed throughout the lineup. We got power through the lineup. I think we're going to be able to do some things offensively, um, whether it's playing small ball, we play long ball. Offensively, I'm, I'm curious to see what we do because I think there's a lot of potential there to, 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 to be a good offensive team uh, this year. When we speak defensively, I, I just love what I have out there. 
I really do. I love how, what I have. Defensive is such a there's such a mental aspect of it. You know, being able to shake off an error and just go right back to work doing what you do. And so if we can uh, conquer the mental aspect of playing defense, I think this is going to be a great team this year. I want the opportunity. The girls want the opportunity. What we do with it, we'll find out on game day. All right, well, I want to get team together because I want to give you guys one last opportunity to give a holler out to those who are listening to you today. We're going to start with Coach Padilla. Give a holler, as we say on the show, to those who are listening and supported you throughout this process here at TAP. All right, I, I got to definitely give a holler first and foremost to my Lord, but my wife who just holds it down when I'm coaching softball. I got three boys at home. Big, big holler to her because she holds the fort down. She takes care of everything that I can't take care of during that time. So big respect to my wife of 20 years, soon to be 26 years together since high school. Much love to her. My parents who still come out to the games to watch the Taft girls softball. My parents just can't get off the field. They love watching youth sports. To my kids, you know, who have sacrificed their father with the that I give to these kids with our young ladies and um, I'd like to give a big shout out big holler to all the, the, the TAF staff who comes out to support us the administration our athletic director just uh, shares my vision you know and, and you know very supportive of it and uh, you know my coaching staff because uh, at the end of the day these are the people that we have conversations we're constantly evaluating we're trying to make the program better together you know we put our selfish desires aside again for the, the benefit of the program can't do it all by myself, so I have nothing but love for Coach uh, Brower, Coach Bastic, Coach Liss at the JV level, uh, Melissa Rothbart, and all the other people that help out, parents and everything, so big holla. All right, let's get some. Let's get the assistant coaches in here. Who would you like to give a holla out to today, Coach? First of all, to my family. Family is everything, and rest, I would say, the alumni of TAF softball. I've been here a long time, and I treat the girls like my own family, so just to my family and all the girls who I miss. What about you, Coach? Unlike Coach Padilla, I'll keep this quite short. Um, I'd like to thank my mom and dad for continuing to support me, even though I'm grown now. And then also a little shout out to Coach Alley because she left on to bigger and better things. I'm able to coach the varsity level now, so I'm super excited about that. All right, let's get the players in there. Who you want to say a holla out to, Sam? All right, so I want to give a holla out to my mom and my dad just because they've been supporting me since day one. And then I also want to give a holla out to all the coaches and people that have came into my life and just taught me so much about this game and got me to where I am today with all these opportunities and just skills that I've learned. And then just really quick, so I have a group of friends and they really mess with me telling me that softball is not a sport. So holla, Jacob, Aiden, and Miko, I'm here to tell you softball is a sport. Hashtag girls play too. <laughs> All right, who's next? Who we got? My name is just Holly, and I would like to holla to my father. Um, I just want to like just to let you know that like I appreciate you so much, and like thank you for teaching me all that I know today. Thank you for being the best coach that you can possibly be. Everything that I do is because of you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Who's next? Who's next? Who you want to give a holla out to? Uh, I want to shout out my parents because they spend thousands of dollars every single month on lessons for not only me, but also my two brothers that play travel ball as well. And I know that it's a lot of gas money. It's a lot of traveling. It's really hard. So I just want to shout out them. And then also my hitting coach, Buzz. He's awesome. My catching coach, Ken. They've helped me a lot. They helped me grow as a player and a person. Also my coach, Marcy, from Genuine Training. So I just want to shout out everybody. 
Who's next? Who do you want to holler out? Uh, I want to holler out my mom, uh, Mama Buzzo. Uh, she's always been there for me. She usually can't come to my games because she's babysitting. Like, my brother and my sister, they're way younger than me. And she always wants to be at my games and everything. And the one time that she's actually there, she doesn't get to see me hit a home run over the fence. And she gets so mad at herself for it. And I just want to shout her out because she's done so much for me. And, like, she makes me who I am. And I love her to death. And I would do anything for her. And... And also my travel coach, Jay Todd, he's taught me a lot and made me realize like who I am as a person. He gives me actual life lessons and softball lessons. I love him to death. Shout out to you guys. Love you. Nice. First and foremost, I want to shout out my parents. They do everything for me. Without them, I wouldn't be here. They're just great. And then secondly, to my sisters who always come out and support and do what they can to show like their appreciation for the program and for myself as a player. And then next, I want to shout out the coaches on the TAF team only because they do provide so much for us especially this year with the new trip that we're going on without them it'd be impossible to do so all my coaches prior for teaching me all that i know and making me the player i am today I want to give a holler out to my parents. They've been there since day one, and all this money they spent on me, taking me there and taking me here everywhere, and all my travel coaches, and this is my papaya here. Holla, guys. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to three people. First, my dad for introducing me to the softball culture, because without him, I wouldn't be here today. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to my mom, because I know she's always busting missions to bring me food when I'm hungry after practice, so without her, I'd probably be dead or something. I don't know. Um, and then I'd like to give a shout out to my little sister Emmy because I know she'd be happy that she's on a radio station. So hi, Emmy. Uh, I love you so much. Mwah, mwah. I'd like to give a holla out to my family and my friends and my travel coaches and my high school coaches. Taft has made me the athlete I am today. And also the Midwest Machine Travel Team has also helped me become the athlete and person I am today. They have all influenced my life so much. Thank you. Katie, who you want to give a holla to? I, I cannot give a holler out not to my dad he is the one person that has pushed me through this sport and has pushed me to be who I am today yes so many people in my life has influenced me and has made me who I am but this man has done everything for me he has paid for everything um, been there for everything and he's just overall the kind of dad you need in a sport like this to keep you going and I will never be able to repay him so I love you dad you'll definitely be hearing this say hi to grandma for me holla <laughs> coach Jermaine for this we want to thank you the Taffy Eagle softball team and we want to wish you guys much success this upcoming 2019 softball season thank you for joining us for our softball preview show thank you guys you guys have a blessed day we appreciate your time Hey, you guys got a team breakdown? All right, let me hear it. Let me hear that team breakdown. All right, Eagles at three. One, two, three, Eagles! I just got to say thank you to the Taft Eagles softball coaching staff and players. Had a ball. So much fun hanging out with you guys. Telling you, putting you on warning, city of Chicago, you better watch out because these Eagles are serious about their softball. This Diva Sports Softball Preview was brought to you by Epiphany Travel and Events. Looking for affordable travel that will allow you to live out your travel dreams at a special destination while satisfying your love for travel? Then come on and join the travel experience with Epiphany Travel and Events. You can also find out a great way to fundraise through the adventures of travel that will help your charity reach new goals in a fun and unique way. Visit them online at the letter E, travelandevents.com, the official sponsors of our H2S2 softball preview. 
Stay with us. We got more of the H2S2 show coming up. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Well, that's our show for this week. want to thank you for joining us for another edition of the H2S2 High School Hall of Sports Show. We'd like to say thank you to our guests this week. The Tab Eagles softball team and coaches had a great time. Thank you for joining us for the first of many softball and baseball previews we'll be covering heading into the spring athletic season. Also, to our talented Tab student reporter and member of the H2S2 reporting crew, the one, the only, Alex Burston, doing a great job out there, Big Al, looking for more reports on the Tab Eagles from you. Thank you to our show sponsors who partner with us to bring you the best show in Chicago covering high school sports, the H2S2 show. Want to remind everyone, in the upcoming weeks, check us out on Facebook Live for our baseball and softball games of the week with pre- and post-game interviews with coaches and our player of the games. Before we let you go, there's a few things we want you to know. Today, Lady Creed girls basketball team are holding tryouts at Orr Academy High School located at 730 North Pulaski Road. For more information, you can contact Coach Robinson by email at ladycreed220 at gmail.com or by phone at 773-443-3392. Lady Rain Basketball is also holding tryouts for girls on Saturday, March the 9th at the Southside YMCA located at 6330 South Stony Island from 2.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. And if you're near the South Suburbs, they are also having tryouts on Sunday, March the 10th at the Dalton Park District located at 721 Ingalls street in dalton illinois from 11 a.m to 1 p.m tryouts are for grades 7 through 11 for more info go to ladyrain.com or call 773-340-9149 here's the tryouts for our young brothers out there the chicago storm basketball team will be holding an open gym and tryouts later today at whole chunk Sports Complex in Linwood, Illinois from 3 to 6 p.m. For more information and to get registration forms online, visit their website, chicagostormbasketball.org. Want to remind all of our AAU teams that Baylor Youth Basketball will be hosting several events throughout the spring and summer. These events are NCAA certified and include all grades all the way up to high school so if you're looking to catch the attention of college recruiters better get on it baylorbasketball.org for a list of all their upcoming events for my football players out there who work on the offensive defensive line 
Starts Upfront organization is offering one-hour training sessions for offensive and defensive linemen. Training is held at Dyack High School, 555 East 51st Street. Youth training is from 12 noon to 1 p.m. And high schoolers are trained from 1 to 2 p.m. The training goes until May 25th, 2019. For more information, you can visit their website, startsupfront.com. Young people, this week's quote of the week comes from hallofquotes.com, which says, whoever is trying to bring you down is already below you. That's just saying, rise above your haters, young people. I love that one there. Don't forget to check us out on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter at Urban Fieldhouse. Also, give us a like on Facebook, our High School Holla Sports page. We appreciate the love. And also, feel free to share the H2S2 show page with others. I want to remind you that you can always listen to a broadcast of today's show along with many of our past shows and segments by visiting the Urban Fieldhouse Media website at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. For our iPhones and Androids users out there, go subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. And if you're on SoundCloud, you can follow us there too. On all three of those, search for us under the name Urban Fieldhouse Media. Holler at us every Saturday at 12 noon. And remember, God loves you and we do too. Until next time, I'm Stephen Spoon Ramsey saying, Aha! At you next week. So have a blessed rest of your weekend, Chicago. High School Holla.